Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Newly Meds. This is Heather. And I'm Quinn. And we're so happy that you're here with us. Uh, let's start with some highs and lows, and then we're going to get into our topic for the day, which is reviewing our weekly routine, literally everything that we do Monday to Sunday. We're going to go over all of the nitty gritty details about our day to day life and some tips that we have for your routine and yeah. what we have learned and what we recommend. So go ahead. What, my high, high and low? Yeah. Okay. Um, my high was got my first residency interview invite yes we won't spoil what it, where it was but that feels good they're they're, they're going to be starting to be released i think like over the next month but that was my first one so that was nice my low so for the exciting. week oh man what was my low for the week i don't know this week was pretty good i don't really know you if i have, have a one low. low oh come on it was really gross earlier this week oh my gosh the, the weather was monday to wednesday horrible. literally rained and was gray we didn't see sun for three day. days and that's why new york is like the northeast i guess is so different yeah. than i mean florida it rains but then it's it's sunny out in the afternoon like yeah. or it'll rain for like an hour and then it's sunny again but up here it's like it's just like if it's dark. raining it's gonna be raining and dark the entire day yeah so that sucked that's and freaking hurricane ian like we I think that's what that was. South I think that Florida, was the hurricane Southwest that like, Florida. blew through. And... We are so sad about that. Yeah. That is tragic. Um, so my high, I guess it's my turn. Right? Yeah. My high this morning, today's Sunday. So today we went to a church pop-up in New York City. So Quinn and I don't go to church in person here in uh, New York, but we watch this church online that's in charlotte north carolina called elevation church um we've just been watching uh stephen pastor stephen verdict for years i've been watching them and following along with that church since high school actually so um they had a pop-up location today in new york and it was just super great to like be able to worship in person and just be there with like the body of christ it was really good because yeah. it's hard from a distance we just we tried multiple churches here in the city just like didn't really fall in love um yeah. with any of them and like getting to places here is not easy for us yeah. we have a lot of anxiety with taking transportation and it's usually very stressful so on our sunday when we don't have to go into the city or yeah. travel like we just prefer not to because it like almost causes more stress <laughs> sunday is like for resting yeah and soon as you take the subway it's you're yeah. just like on alert and that right. kind of like detracts from the experience yeah so like even to get to this pop-up today we had to take a train yeah. and there was a crazy guy on our subway train so we had to like get out and change to a different subway car yeah and then we got on the wrong train which was we got on the r and i thought we oh, were getting yeah. on the we had e to train walk farther and we had to walk like 30 minutes after getting off the train so it was just like that kind of stuff after a long week of work you just don't want to do that yeah stuff. yeah so i think that's been an impediment and definitely when we move and we can drive and have the privilege of driving we're definitely gonna find a church oh, yeah. and commit to going every yeah. weekend but right now we're doing our best that's what works for us is watching online so i know people that are very hardcore about going to church in person but that's just not what we feel that yeah. god's put on our hearts just, for this season watching online just works best for yeah. us right now yeah. yeah it feels more nourishing than the yeah. chaos of like going somewhere 
All right. What was your low? Um, my low. Hmm. Maybe I should have prepared something for this. I don't oh. know. Did I have you a low? You can say the oh, rain had, too. Oh my gosh! One day at work, I just had just really needy patients, and I think that was my low. Which is yeah. like the entire day, like all all of them were just incredibly needy. And I was just not feeling it and just doing everything I could to be patient and empathetic and just give good customer service. And they were just all really needy on that day. Yeah. So that was kind of a low for me. But yeah. All, all right. right. Let's jump into it. Oh, first, before we start, I want to let you guys know that this week, October 11th and 12th, Amazon is having their early access sale for Amazon Prime members. I have an Amazon storefront. I'm an Amazon influencer is what they call it. Um, although the word influencer to me is so cringe. I don't know. So basically a lot of great things are going on sale. Uh, their goal is to like kind of give people sales to start buying gifts for the holidays, like give you a jump on gift giving for the holidays. Uh, so a lot of tech stuff, a lot of beauty stuff and home cleaning supplies, literally like almost everything is going to be on sale. So I just want to give you guys heads up. If you do shop through my Amazon storefront, which is linked on my Instagram link tree or my TikTok link tree, or I'll link it in the show notes below. Um, big thank you because I do get commission off of your purchase. Uh, so thank you so much for supporting me. It actually makes what we do possible, makes me be able to post on Instagram and TikTok and do this podcast. So it is a huge support to me. Um, I have a bunch of my favorite things like household cleaning items, night shift nurse essentials, um, gym, gym clothes, like so many things on my Amazon storefront. So go take a peek at those. Lots of great stuff on there that I've found over the years. Uh, so yeah, I just wanted to plug that. It's going to be October 11th and 12th. Look out for those deals and I will be posting on my Instagram things that I find that are on sale. All right routines and let's do a little disclaimer so we are young a young married couple with yeah. a dog i don't in know are we young anymore we are young we're 25 we're young. 26 come on i don't know i just i'm not ready to call myself old yet no that's not old but so it feels old for those of you out there who aren't uh, a young married couple with a dog and in healthcare, your routine might look a little bit different yeah for but sure. we're going to talk about some like you know, practices for making routines that I feel like are applicable to other people. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So how has your routine, Quinn, changed from like the beginning of medical school? Cause I think that's been, well, my schedule too, cause I've had three different jobs since yeah. we moved here, but tell us a little bit about your routine as a medical student changing. Man, the med school routine changes like weekly. weekly. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, there's like three different phases almost of medical school. There's like your preclinical phase where you are just studying and taking tests like all the time. Yeah. Um, so during that time period, I almost don't remember it. I, I kind of feel like I've like trauma blocked it because because yeah. I just it was it was COVID and you were working night shift and it was just such a hard time. Um, but essentially that routine was very wake up and I would have like 
a list of lectures to do for the day and it was like all right i gotta get through all these lectures in whatever way possible take notes make sure i absorbed as much as i could uh some days we would have like group activities where you know i had to like answer some questions or fill out a worksheet and then be prepared to like meet as a group and discuss these things um and then at night it was like go back and review everything you went over that day because there was just so much information you tried to absorb like you have to go back and look at it um and that was kind of preclinical and i uh, my school schedule was every two weeks we had an exam so week one you're like oh i'm just gonna watch the lectures i'll keep up or at least this is what i did and then week two you feel the pressure because you're yeah. like oh no the exam's coming like <laughs> now i gotta really like buckle down yeah and then you take the exam and then the pressure like releases yeah and it's like, like nursing oh, school whew. too so. yeah so you just do that on cycle every two weeks for a year and a half it was yeah it was crazy and then you started doing your clinicals well yeah. in nursing school we call them clinicals but in medical school they call them clerkships, clerkships so yeah. tell us about your routine during the clerkship yeah. year that was your third year that was my yeah like end of second year second into year. third year we had moved over to long island city right by that time right right your second year so was this 2020 um 20 no 2021 i don't even know yeah years, so it was 2021 okay um yeah so medicine you do rotations and um you kind of like pick what um cycle rotations you're going to do so maybe like you start on a medicine you know unit and then you do surgery and then you do pediatrics and then you do psychiatry or mm -hmm. some people might start on pediatrics and then do psychiatry so like you just kind of like pick they call them pallets uh, yeah. which is like a schedule that looks good to you okay. and there's like a lottery system to determine so what you get so my first three months was medicine then i did neurology then i did a radiology like elective thing um then it was surgery and then ob and then it was or OBGYN. and how long were each of those um like? they're all different lengths that was a okay. weird thing too like my medicine rotation was three months my neurology rotation was four weeks mm -hmm. um that's so weird why is the surgery so long no, it's short, four weeks. That's a long time, though. You had some for like two weeks, right? No, only the electives were two weeks. Like surgery and ob those were both six weeks. Oh and same God. with pediatrics so and... And, uh, and to, yeah. so for medicine, you were there from what time to what time? It, like it depended because like four weeks we did outpatient. So I was there at like 8 a.m. and I would leave it like anywhere from three to five. And it was pretty, pretty regular like routine. Um, when I was on internal medicine floors like in the hospital it would be a lot earlier like 7 a.m and then sometimes i wouldn't leave until like six or seven um and then when i was at you know my other hospital rotation it's sometimes it got a little bit you know even earlier so weird to me because in medical school your rotations you like show up and you're like technically under a certain attending right you like you're like yeah. assigned an attending or a team yeah you're like on a team so when i was when i was in like an outpatient practice i was with one attending for the full four weeks and sometimes they wouldn't even know you were coming right um yes sometimes like in they nursing didn't school, know it's yeah. so different because you have a, a quote unquote clinical professor who's like right. your your person that takes care of you like i right. don't know like you report to them and right. then they take you on to the unit whatever unit you're on and then you get assigned to a nurse it's not like mm. you just show up to the unit and you're like 
a free like a free agent like i don't know that's well, what's weird to me we about would, medical school we would get assigned to a team and you're kind of like first point of contact isn't the attending it's like the residents and the interns right. those are the people that you're like closer to and so you know i would show up and like oh i'm, I'm on the cardiology team oh hey i'm so and so i'm the resident like follow me around and i'll, I'll kind of show you what we're doing and you follow along and you do what you can you're totally confused you have no idea what's going on but you're like learning rapidly as, as fast as possible. And then the attending that oversees the team usually came in maybe once or twice a day and you would talk to them and they would okay. teach a bit. And, um, but yeah, it's definitely, um, very variable. Some attendings like to teach, some don't, some, um, what was you know, the OB schedule? OB guide schedule was, oh man. Um, I mean, we did all like tons of procedures. So if I was on an... But like 6 a.m., what time did you have to be there? It, it depended. Like sometimes I had to be there at 4 a.m. Or no, sorry, 6 a.m., but I had to wake up at 4 a.m. to get there by 6 a.m. Because then we would start doing procedures the whole day. And then we would end the day in the clinic. So I think ob was usually 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day. And you would be there every day, right? Like five days a week. I would be there week. every day. Yeah, That's weird for me because in nursing school, you like have clinical days on like Tuesday, just Tuesday. And mm. then as you like progress through the program, it'll be like Tuesday and Thursday oh, yeah. and then more days. Oh, yeah. we... And then you're only there from like 6.30 to 2.30 p.m. And it's right. like those hours alone. And like they don't make you stay longer. And yeah. it's just like that time. Med, med students are like part of the team. Yeah. Like you're like... Um, I wouldn't say, but they give you no information. Like I remember it, that, like, you yeah, have it a was rotation. definitely a lot of figure it out as you go. Like, tell us how they, like how, what would be the process of you being assigned a team and getting their contact information and asking them where to meet and all that stuff. We would get an email usually very soon before it started, sometimes the day before. And they would say, oh, your resident's name is this here's their number you know who would email you this like the usually course the court is like the course coordinator that okay. we, we would have like separate coordinators for each okay. course and i would text them or email them and be ultra polite which they would always tease you for because they're they're only like a couple of years older than you usually and they're like you don't have to be so polite but yeah. i would always be polite because that's the professional thing to do and i would say you know my name is quinn I'm, I'm the med student on the team um where's like when's a good day to meet you know where or not when's a good day like when's a good time on this day to meet where should i meet you what okay. should i expect i have a random question for you yeah when you're emailing the resident to be like hey where do we meet or whatever and introduce yourself yeah do you email them doctor so and so, so, and so? that's what yeah yeah, and yeah. then they laugh and they're like, yeah. call me Jim. That's ex that's what I meant. But by you have to do it because it's like, it's respectful. Protocol. Yeah, it's but respectful. Like, you know that you don't, but you have to do it anyway. Yeah. It's like and they so always funny. tease you for it. It's very funny. Yeah. They're like, don't call me Dr. So-and-so. Yeah. Just call me by my name. It's so funny. But it's, you know, it's I just like, wanted to ask that because I know people are probably wondering, like medical yeah, students, like, yeah. oh, how do I, what, what do I refer to them as? Right. Because I like, you know, when I'm an intern or a resident, if a med student ever referred to me as Dr. Silverglade, I'd be like, don't. You don't, need, you don't need to do that you know like i i definitely love to feel a lot of residents did a really good job of making it feel like you know i'm not in charge of you you're not like my subordinate like we're on the same team you know yeah. and i'll help you as much as i can and you're going to be able to participate and i'll protect you and make sure you, you know you're sent home at the right time and uh, that's it's kind of like the resident okay, i want to so be so let's go into depth about your routine when you were on some harder rotations like yeah. surgery yeah so you 
woke up at what time? So the basic routine of a rotation is there are three things that you have to do. You have to go and be a part of the team throughout the day. You have to study for your shelf exam, which is sort of like a final exam you take at the end of the rotation. So that would usually take the form of flashcards. I don't know if anyone uses Anki, but Anki is the best program ever. Um, so I would you, you'd have to do flashcards and then you'd have to do practice problems slash like assignments for the course. So on something like Obigain, I would wake up usually I think at 4 or 4.30 a.m., get ready, eat the, like just the tiniest breakfast possible. And then as I'm walking to the subway, cause I had to take the subway there, I would do my flashcards. Okay. Um, and that would usually be like a hundred new flashcards plus like 200 review flashcards from like the previous day. So I would, I would do all of those flashcards on the, on the way to the subway while I'm in the subway, while I'm walking so from the subway to the your phone, walking to the subway at 4:30 AM. Well, I was being careful, obviously, like when I'm on the sidewalk, I'm doing it, but um, and then you get there, you're part of the team, you scrub in for procedures, you know, they, they quiz you as you go. Like what, when you do these procedures, oh, what, what artery is this? What so nerve is this? I feel like I faintly remember this. I think I was working in endoscopy, outpatient endoscopy when you were on these rotations. So yeah. I was also waking up really early. So there I woke be, up, I think for that one, I think it was think, earlier than you. Yeah. Cause when I was in pre-op, I would have to be there at six and I would wake up at four 30 because it was all the way on the Upper East Side, like high up in Yorkville. Mm. And then when I, um, which is like a 40 minute commute for me. Um, but when I was in PACU, I'd have to be there at 7 a.m. So then I would wake up right. later than you, I right. believe. Uh, so let's talk about how we manage that. And how long were you gone? You were you got out at like what time? 3 p.m.? Like 1, 3 p.m. or something like that? For which? For, for surgery? No, no. I, I'd be there until 5 or 6. I don't think that was that often though, right? Because no, who took care of Jax? What did we, we had, do at that We had a dog walker. Did yeah. we send him to daycare? Yeah, it was like daycare or we had someone come walk him. All right. Yeah. I, I think was he was in daycare rotation. all day at I that know, time. Yeah. Yeah. And so then we that, got a dog walker. So we would leave the house like really early, take him out to go to the bathroom, feed him breakfast. And then they, we have like a great dog walk, um, dog daycare, dog daycare that we used to send him to. He doesn't go to dog daycare anymore, <laughs> but yeah, he used to. He's too rowdy. He's just, it's yeah. Um, and so they would pick him up actually, which is yeah, great for and us. Drop him and off. I know a lot of people don't have access to that. So that was like very good privilege Very for us thankful, to have yeah. um that they would pick him up at like eight and then take him all day and then drop him off in the at like four right four yeah. or five yeah and then i'd be home like an yeah. hour or two later and so then i worked 10 hour shifts at that time so i would be home around 5 30 5 36 and then you would get home too right mm -hmm. and then after that we would take him out yeah. immediately because he'd probably have to go to the bathroom and then make dinner and then I usually have to, and then go to bed right yeah, away. I'd have to like keep studying. Yeah. I would like do practice questions or flash more flashcards if I needed to, or yeah. work on assignments that I had to do for the rotation. I think the and only then... thing that got us through those times was that it wasn't forever. Like knowing that yeah. it was only a four knowing there's an end date in sight yeah. is like, okay, I only have four weeks left, three weeks yeah. left, two weeks left. Yeah. That was because I remember you were constantly, and then you had step step one and two right after that, right? Like yeah. lingering over your head. So well, you yeah. just kind of went from like full force studying and clerkship stuff 
Um, so that was, yeah, that a was lot. a difficult time, but I don't think you were there. Like your hours weren't strict every day. Like no. I feel like they varied. Like something would be like, Oh, my resident let me out early. Like, yeah. you know, sometimes you would get home early. Yeah, so it's a, I, I it's a weird that. thing. Like, so, you know, you get there at an assigned time, you do whatever you need to do for the day. And then it depends on your, yeah, on your resident. Like you, they, they tell you whether or not you should stay or leave because sometimes there's nothing for you to do and yeah. there's no more learning to be done. So they're like, go home. Yeah. And you're like, thank you. All right. <laughs> so let's talk about our schedule now. What yeah. we do now, let's go Monday to Sunday, the full week, all yeah. the details, what we eat, what we, you know, yeah. everything. You start. I've been talking okay. too much. <laughs> uh, so I, like I said, I've worked all the different nursing schedules, which I think is very unique. Like I've worked three twelves, I've worked days, I've worked nights three twelves, I've worked outpatient four tens, which is four ten hour shifts from six to four or seven to five p.m. with one day off in the middle of the week or when I scheduled it. Um, and now I work five days a week. And I work eight hours and then Friday is a short day. I work like 8.30 to 2.30 p.m. Because we just have a short day on Fridays. And I would say in terms of routine, the, the way that I work now is my favorite because it's consistent. I know what to expect every yeah. day. Every day I'm going to work. It was almost like when I worked, even when I worked 10-hour shifts, it still felt like very long and where i was working you know patients are changing into like a gown in endoscopy so that the shades were down all day i like never saw the sun and i would get there before 6 a.m uh to open and like check everything and do like the checks uh for like the the zole and the the medications and the blanket warmer and all that stuff so i get there super early in the morning before the sun came out and then before you know after the sun went down during the winter so i like never saw the sun and even though i was working days that schedule just was so hard on my circadian rhythm because i was waking up so early yeah and even though i consider myself a morning person i was just shot by the end of the day i was just so tired by the end of the day it just like didn't work for me i remember that now that i'm tracking my sleep i know that i need like at least eight hours some nights i get over nine hours of sleep no and which is interesting because I talked to my, I have uh, a functional medicine nurse practitioner that I see because my, for some hormonal stuff. And she was like, yeah, like you're pretty healthy, but like, it's because you're taking care of yourself so well and you're barely holding it down. Like if, like you need that sleep because to manage all of the things that you yeah. have going on. Yeah. And I was like, that's so true. Like if I don't sleep well, like I'm such a mess because I think. My sleep is why I get away with like having the stress in my life that yeah. I have. Um, so, so anyways, I, I, I want to ask you something yeah. too. So you've worked two types of schedules. And by the Three. way, if you hear our dog squeaking, he just wants attention. Okay. We just played with him for like an hour. Yeah, he's fine. Um, yeah, you've worked multiple different schedules, yeah. right? You've done five days a week. You've done what? Three, four days a week. Yeah. Talk about that. Like what, what's your, what do you, what would you prefer to work? longer shifts for fewer days no, i can't do it i can't do that a lot of yeah. nurses like the 312s but i like working out every day i like yeah. being able to have breakfast every day i don't like rushing home after work to like throw food down my throat and then shower quickly and like go to bed to make sure i have enough sleep for the next right. day which is how it was when i was working those 12s right i would barely get you know enough sleep um 
So even though like you have three, four days off a week, which is nice, I felt like those days I was just recovering and the three days when I worked, I didn't get to work out. I didn't check my phone. I had no social life. Like I didn't communicate with the outside world on those three days because as a med surge nurse, I was so busy. I didn't go, I wouldn't go on my phone like the entire shift, you know, I wouldn't even be able to pee sometimes. So it was like, I just had to shut out the entire world. Like I couldn't respond to people until that was done. And I just hated living that way. Like, oh, I'm not you know, going to be able to do anything else but work for the next three, four days. And a lie or like a misconception about nursing is that, oh, you have like, you know, you work three days a week. No, sometimes you end up working four days a week. Sometimes you end up working five days a week, depending on the scheduling. And at my hospital that I worked at, um, they made you work four days, one for four days a week or four days. Oh my God, this saying this is hard. One week out of the month, you had to work four shifts. Right. So if you were just planning three, 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 like three shifts a week, you had to like split up those so you wouldn't have to work four shifts in a row. Right. Unless you wanted to do that, which it was absolute hell to do that. Yeah, that sounds exhausting. then if you split it into two and two, then that takes away your, you know, your days off from the previous week. So it was like... You know, it like never really worked out to being three shifts a week. It was right. always like four, sometimes maybe even five if you were stacking your schedule. And at that point, I just was completely burnt off that and working night shift. So that was just miserable. And then working the four tens, I still felt like I was too tired at the end of the day to um, like work to out and anything. take care of myself. Like yeah. I had to force myself to go to the gym. Um, which was hard. Right. And then when you were there, like you couldn't yeah, it was like focus on your workout. Bare minimum effort. I was so hungry yeah, too. I wanted to leave like right yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But and, now and my commute was really long too. So the yeah, commute took right. like a good forty five minutes to an hour of my time both ways. So that took away time to like go to the gym and stuff and um involved a lot of walking. It was just like very rigorous commute. So that was like very draining in itself, like first thing in the morning. Um, and when you're working in endoscopy, sometimes you can be doing a lot of standing. If you're working in pre-op or PACU, like yeah. it is a lot of standing. Standing's Because the rough. turnover is so high. You know, if you're working at a busy center, you can be seeing, you know, the center, not yourself. The center can be seeing 60, 70, 80 patients a day. Yeah. That's average. Yeah. So, so for anyone out there thinking about radiology, we sit. We yeah, sit a lot the and it's ones. wonderful. And they have standing desks, so you can like get a little standing in there. That's just my little radiology so plug. Um, so let's talk about our Monday. Yeah, Sunday. Monday. So Monday. Okay. we both wake up at seven a.m. No, you know why? Because I force Quinn to get up at that she time. She forces me to go. It's, I'm up at seven a.m. every day. So Quinn's doing a research. Yeah, I'm living. I'm living the radiology dream right now. I am doing radiology research all day yeah it's for a research concentration for part of my graduation requirements i'm working with just one of the nicest attendings ever neuroradiologist awesome guy just like just the sweetest guy you've ever met so you don't have to go into campus you do it from home it's a lot of patient uh data i'm basically just like compiling patient data um for like over a thousand patients essentially so i'm just working through that every day okay which is cool i get to look at the reads and then kind of look at get to see what's going on with each patient and why they got the imaging and like what we got from it um so yeah i'm up at 7 a.m you're up at 7 a.m alarm goes off at 7 yeah um night before i go to bed at 
Like, what do we, what do we you, wind you down? To, oh, we have yeah. a long wind down process. We start the wind down at like 8.30 usually or yeah. 9. I would that say like involves... 8.30. I'm like getting into bed or like brushing my teeth yeah. at 8.30. Yeah. So I brush That's my teeth. That's the magnesium tea. Quinn makes my magnesium tea. Heather brushes her teeth yeah. anywhere from one to three times, depending on how I have, like, dirty her teeth, teeth feel. Brushing OCD, I yeah. it's probably like a medical concern, but I am OCD about brushing my teeth. Um, yeah, so we do that. I get in bed. Get in we, bed. We watch a little, watch we, a serious show first. Watch, usually, like I'm watching Handmaid's Tale right yeah. now and Tell Me Lies, but I'm caught up on both, so I have to wait another week right. for both of them to come out. And then we watch. The teacup is empty. The retainer goes in. We find Heather finds a comfortable position and we put on Pawn Stars. That's like our go-to show right now. I don't know why. I've learned. We just so watched much everything about else. U.S. history from yeah. this dang show. It's a great show. It's really good. Like it's. I hate saying that, but it's pretty good. But I we watched The Office for a long time. Like I've watched it like four times. That yeah. was like my go-to show. And Parks show. and Rec. And Parks and Rec. But now we're watching Pawn Stars. So and Heather we do will like fall a asleep. devotional yeah, like prayer before everything. Before yeah. we like watch TV. We try to every night. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't happen. But we try to every night, like do a little devotional prayer, watch TV, and then I'm to sleep in like 30 minutes yeah, by like 9.30 p.m. Yeah, I was going to say, you're just asleep by 9.30 usually. Yeah. And, and then, then I'm a night owl. I yeah. am just, I'm a night owl. So when Heather falls asleep, I get up, I leave, and you I take game. my computer. I take your computer, out, I bring it out it here, plug it in, and I game. And that's my me time. I love it. I love it. That's my me time. Yeah. And then what time do you come into bed? Oh, it depends. Um, usually like 12 or 12 30. Yeah, it's not too late. Yeah. That's like yeah. a normal time for people. Yeah. And then we set my alarm. If I'm feeling aggressive, it'll be 6 30. Um, but now it's at seven because yeah. i like having that extra little room if i want to sleep more so I wake up at seven i get up i go straight into the bathroom you know gross but take my retainer out you know use mouthwash tongue yeah. scrape if you are not into tongue scraping let me tell you it will change your world get a tongue scraper on amazon it's highly worth it get all that gunk off your your tongue in the morning um then i do my skincare wash my face put on my vitamin C serum and my moisturizer. And then I drink a lot of water. Yep. And then I go let Jax out. So I let Jax out of his crate. We give hugs and kisses. Um, he's yep. so excited to see us yep. in the morning. He goes crazy. He usually wakes up a little bit later. So I, I get up, I take him Depends, out. Depends, yeah. Wait, 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 hold on. You ba always, back it up, you back always it up. take time. To back get it up. up. I take him out. I, t I take you, him out of the crate, but you take yes, him out. Yes, I take him on a walk. Yeah. yeah, so I get up. I'll usually like I usually like feed him breakfast, and then feed I'll take him, him on a walk. Yeah. Um, we walk all the way downtown, all the way to like the end of our block, essentially, or end of like, I don't know what you would call that. There's like a ferry stop like 10 minutes away, like walk all the way down there, walk all the way back. Yeah. Try to play some fetch with him if I have so I open space. am getting up. Quinn's getting up. I first thing I do is make my protein shake, which I've been putting some great little additives in. I've been using cachava protein powder, which is a plant-based protein powder, or I'll use the protein powder from my work, and then I add um, what's it called? I add some inositol powder, which my functional medicine NP has me on um, to balance my blood sugar and my hormones. And I'll add some lion's mane to that and some maca powder. 
for hormones and like libido stuff and then yeah mix that together what else oh i'll add an avocado in there for some healthy fats yeah. too sometimes but that's what i'll have in the morning first thing i try to have that before coffee because i realize like that helps with the coffee like heart palpitations like fight oh or yeah response. having something in your stomach yeah. Yeah, yeah so i started doing that for my like hormone health and my blood sugar balance um and that's really helped me to like go for the protein shake first before yeah. the coffee yeah um and then i will make my nespresso i use the bianco leggero pods they are a chef's kiss they are literally the best uh with my almond milk creamer yeah and i'll have that and i will come over to the table this is like now it's about 7 30 and i will do like a like write, journal a little bit like sometimes i like to journal like three things i want to accomplish today like three easy things usually for me right now that's um tracking my food in my um, app that i use like to track my like calories and macros and everything because i'm really trying to stay on track with my health and um which i don't do every day honestly i intuitively eat like okay i think this is how much protein i'm having it's it's a healthy balance I, it's yeah. not like obsessive um i also will be like work out go to the gym that's on the plan and then i don't know something else like three things that i want to do to accomplish like my long-term goals oh yeah yeah now or like i'll pray read a devotional and buy like i do that for like 10 minutes and then 7 40 i need to like hit my makeup so then i do sunscreen makeup for 20 minutes yeah. and then by 8 8 10 i'm leaving i'm taking my stuff getting ready for the gym you're like monday 80 bags that all weigh yeah, my lunch i have my lunch she in like there. brings so much stuff over there it's so funny <laughs> i have a lot of things to do and then i'll get on the ferry and go to work yeah. my commute's like 30 minutes 20 minutes i get there by and like 8 40 yeah and then i'm working during you the go day to the gym. and then i get off work around um eight not eight uh like 4 30 4 45 and then i walk to the gym um i'm going to i yeah i got a gym membership in the city love it it's been a great decision uh so much more equipment than the apartment gym yeah so i do that i work out three times a week right now i'm weightlifting i'm actually doing i just finished the beginner alive by whitney plan which is uh whitney simmons app if you follow her on instagram she's amazing uh so i've been doing weightlifting monday wednesday friday and then i get home usually around i take the 6 30 ferry home right yeah so i get home by like 6 40 and then yeah yeah then we have then dinner we have dinner. shower go to bed watch yeah. tv go to bed take jacks out or whatever yeah so let's counterpart like tell me your part yeah in the day this is uh this is like the fourth year med student yeah day this is not typical but i get up at seven feed jacks take them on a walk usually i come back like when you've started your makeup yeah. like 7 40 ish yeah. mm -hmm. um and i'll like uh, my breakfast is a lot smaller um just because i like yeah. don't i don't really have an appetite in the morning so i'll have like toast i'll have like a yogurt and i'll have like a protein bar of some sort um and that's usually like enough for me in the morning um and now that i'm doing research from home i have the flexibility to just like work out in the morning so i'll go to the gym i'll get my workout in um i can take my time which is awesome and then i come home i'll usually have like a protein shake or something just because it's like i just worked out um and then I sit down, I start doing my research. Um, I try to get as much done as I can around lunchtime. Like, 
I'll take Jax out again because he usually needs to go out again. I'll take him on another long walk. I'll cook some food at home, eat some lunch. What do you usually have for lunch? Um, it depends. Like sometimes I'll have chicken, like I'll, I'll do like the air fryer chicken mm -hmm. and then I'll use, I'll make like this like Thai peanut sauce for it. That's really good. Yes, your Thai peanut sauce. You or, or we'll do like turkey. So I'll make like... Kind of like taco meat with rice. Um, Basically like a protein turkey. and a rice. Yeah, protein way. and a rice. It's <laughs> very yeah. simple. Carbs and protein. No vegetables. Yeah, don't do a, ve Quinn yeah. doesn't do vegetables. I'm a picky eater. Yeah, we're, we're working on it. But um, so I'll have lunch and then I'll get back to work, do, you know, like a little bit more. And then whatever else I have for the day kind of depends on like other stuff. So I'm doing um, some teaching. So if I have med student teaching, I'll, I'll go on campus and teach some med student stuff. Yeah, you've been um, doing a lot of sim stuff. Like, yeah, like we take do, bedside we stuff, do bedside. Right? So we bring them by the bedside and we teach them how to do um, like physical exam mm -hmm. and like a patient interview. And then we teach them how to like present, you know, what they found in the for the patient interview and stuff. So that's really fun. I really enjoy that. Um, or... I work for an essay editing company, so I'll do that. I've been working on my application for residency, which is now turned in. So wait, plug yourself a little bit. If someone wants you to like help them oh, prep yeah, for interview yeah, yeah. or edit some essays, where can they where can they get you to help the, them? The the company is called Motivate MD. Mm -hmm. um, they have a really great website, and we offer essay editing for either personal statements or secondary essays for applying to medical school. We offer MCAT advice. We offer interview prep. Um, all of those things can be found through our website. And all you have to do is request me. Uh, just say, Quinn. I have an essay and I would love for Quinn to edit it. And then they'll send it up to me and then I'll be able to edit it for you. Great. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, and then at the end of the day, if I'm done with everything, I just game a what little bit. What time is that for you? Ah, man, it depends. Um sometimes like four or five yeah usually it's like towards the end of the day yeah. once so i then feel like i got everything done yeah and when i'm coming home on monday you usually ask me what what i want to eat and yeah. then you start cooking start on cooking. my way home from the gym and then we have dinner when we're together when i get yeah. home we usually have some like quality time we talk to each other about our day and what we did you know that good stuff yeah. and then we shower and that's it then we go to bed. And then Tuesday is a little bit different because I don't work out on Tuesday. Yeah. So I'm alone. I'm home earlier. We can do some yeah, things depends. that we need to do. Sometimes you get your hair done. Sometimes you get your nails done. Yeah. So it's always Sometimes we stop by Sephora. Hey. <laughs> don't throw me under the bus yeah. like that. But it's, that's like your day to do either come home early or do something after yeah. work. And yeah. then Wednesday, same thing. I work out. So I'm home later. Um, Thursday, I'm home earlier, and then Friday, I'm home. I'm home around like five because I yeah, work, out. work out. I yeah. get out at two thirty from work, and then I go to the gym straight after that. And then, um, then we have dinner. Usually, we go. We just hang out with each other on Friday yeah. night, and we yeah. go to dinner. We've to save money. We love having like one eating out night a week right. with each other now it's kind of evolved into two because we have one night that we eat out with each other and then another night that we go yeah. out with friends yeah um but usually it's just one night and that helps us save money and it, it may, helps us look forward to something so during yeah. the week we exclusively eat at home and we don't feel right? so bad about it when no, we do go out because we used to like, eat out quite a bit during the week we and then we were much, like yeah. why are we doing this yeah. let's just save it for like one date night yeah. a week and so friday night is like our time to like review the week and like have some quality time together so we usually plan something 
fun or just stay in the area that we're in. Um, and that's nice. Yeah. And yeah. what I can add about like for people that don't feel motivated to go to the gym, I like going to the gym right after work because I can just go there straight from work and I don't have to go home first. I think taking out that time to go home um, just helps because like you, you lose momentum, right? So yeah. like when I get home, I'm like, oh, time to relax and then like get changed and go to the gym. It's nice for me to be like, I was busy at work and now I'm just going to like switch gears and head to the gym and like take my pre-workout and get it done. And then I can go home. Yeah. So it's nice. And then I'm not as hungry, right? Because like when by the time you get home from work, you're like ready to eat dinner and all that stuff. And that can slow you down. No. So I like having a snack. Like I eat lunch at work around 1230 pretty much every day. I'm very lucky. Like I work outpatient IV infusion at an integrative medicine doctor's office in New York City. And I get a lunch pretty much every day, um, which I'm very grateful for, uh, like around 1230. And so... I eat and then I'll have a snack before I work out around like three thirty, and then I'll work out at like five. So that's what my eating schedule looks like. And then yeah. we'll get home and we'll have another thing to eat. When I also feel like just for general, like workout advice, I mean, we, we working out has like been part of our routine for a while. We've both been into fitness yeah. since we met. And I feel like really. for a lot of people, it's pretty hard to get into it and make it a routine. I, I feel like every time I hear of someone starting to work out, they always go like really hard, really fast. It's like, I'm going to wake up at 4am every day and go for a three mile run every day. And that's like, that's how I'm going to get into it. Or I'm going to go to the gym and do like yeah. some crazy aerobic, like burpees and sprints and like whatever, yeah. you know, five days a week. You just have to, you have to create a routine that you, you love because, because yeah. working out, it needs to become like part of your routine and it needs to be consistent. So it's always better to take it slow and do it in a way you enjoy it. You know, I hate running, so I don't run, you know, yeah. I, I don't, I, I really hate You're it. Never I, tempted to I run. love lifting weights. So that's what I do. And you know, if you work out three days a week, five days a week, like you, you get good benefit from it. Yeah. You know, don't feel bad if it's just three days a yeah. week or, Oh, I go to the gym and I only do stuff for 30 minutes. Like that's still good. Yeah. You know, just make it that routine. And then we usually go grocery shopping either on Friday or Saturday. And sometimes Quinn will go by himself if he has time during the day. Yeah. Um, or we'll go together. Uh, this past Friday we went to, um, Whole Foods near my work after dinner. And then we, we ate dinner there and then we went grocery shopping, which was like our fun little date night. Yeah. <laughs> just like, we're so old, like going to Whole Foods as it's a date fun. night. Is like, it's fun. That's like what we consider fun. So that was like our grocery shopping this week. And then Quinn actually cleaned the entire house on Friday. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So we didn't have to do any of that, but usually on Saturday morning, we will clean and we'll do like a deep clean, clean the kitchen, bathroom, the floors. We have to vacuum like four times a week because our dog literally yeah, he sheds all puts his place. hair all over the place. Um, and that's Saturday. Then Saturday evening, we'll usually like hang out with friends, uh, go to Brooklyn or go into the city. We tried to, we tried to do like one set of fun things in a day. Like I feel like if we stay yeah. home all day, we're like, we're miserable. like, they're crazy. Yeah. yeah. So like, we, we try to like overdo it. Yeah. We try to like go out and have like a, like a reasonable amount of time where we're like yeah. out and doing stuff. 
So sometimes it's like, okay, we're going to hang out with friends for like this amount of time and then go get food. Like that's like our thing for the day, yeah. you know? Yeah. And like today it was like we went to church and then we went shopping a little bit and it was like, all right, great. That was our, that yeah. was our thing for the day. I and then we like can come home and like out relax. for like four or five hours is as much as we can do. We're Which never out so like the entire walking. day. So, and New York City is just different. You can't do that many things in one day. You have to like pick because getting everywhere is so exhausting. Ugh. Like it really is. I'm yeah. sorry. People glamorize it so much, but it's I don't like walking and taking 10 different trains. It's just really annoying. Um, yeah. So that's our week. And then Sunday we meal prep food yeah. for the week. So Sunday's like preparing I, for the next so week. So I saved so much money guys by, by stopping buying lunch every day at work. It was turning out to be so much money every week. And then we were buying full on groceries too. So yeah. it was just like, Way we were spending much. so much money on food. When I started bringing my lunch every day, I started saving so much money. And so we will like batch prep like a bunch of chicken and rice and I'll make like a butter sauce and like yeah. with uh, vegetables or salad. And that will be like one meal and I'll have that for Monday, Tuesday, and then we'll cook again like on Tuesday night, right? Yeah. Or like we'll make enough for three days yeah. and then we'll cook enough like on Wednesday night. To have and then, like another, yeah, yeah. And then I'll have like another few meals for Thursday and Friday and I have oatmeal every day. So I like, so I have my shake in the morning at seven 30 or like around seven. And then I have an oatmeal at work around 10, pretty much every day is like my mid morning snack before lunch. I, with like my blood sugar and like hormone stuff, I have realized that as a nurse, it's so typical for us to just go for that extra cup of coffee when we feel tired. And I was misinterpreting that that tired, headachey feeling as, oh, I just need another coffee instead of, oh, maybe I should eat something. And when I started eating something instead of getting another coffee, I felt so much better. And I was like, wow, how long? Have I been misinterpreting the yeah. hungry single right. for, oh, get another cup of coffee? Like, that's just so typical as like a nurse because we like put off eating so much. Yeah. Um, so I have an oatmeal and I make that at night on Sunday. I'll make two things of oats. I'll do half a cup of oats, a tablespoon of flax seeds, tablespoon of chia seeds. I'll do water, like pretty much fill that up with water and um, almond milk. And then I'll do some peanut butter blueberries and honey on top and that's like my oatmeal yeah and i'll make two of those on sunday night for right. monday and tuesday and then on tuesday night i'll make another two or three to have yeah. from wednesday thursday friday which takes like two seconds it yeah. it's so quick and you don't have to worry about it put everything in there put it in the refrigerator overnight and then i heat it up in the microwave when i get to work and yeah. it's delish so and, good and i think like meal prepping is People hate meal prepping, but I also feel like when people meal prep, they make these like ridiculous it's so meals. So complicated. Like we do like something all simple. All these spices. It's We do the simplest thing Simple ever. Thing, I cook a and ton so of delicious. rice. I cook a ton of chicken and you make like a sauce yeah. and you like put it on it. And That's then it. I have salad like as yeah. my, my greens, like right. fiber or like a different type of vegetable and I'll just pack that with it. Yeah. You don't have to make like something ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. People overcomplicate it, but it's not that it's just being consistent with it. Yeah. So let's do some tips real quick. Um, we are like on 47 minutes already, so we got to get through this. Tips for sustainable routines. Number one, wake up at a time that fits your unique circadian rhythm. Everyone out here is trying to push this 5.30 a.m. agenda 
as being an entrepreneur and a boss babe and all these things and how to be productive and you're five to nine before you're nine to five. Like I tried that and I even promoted that on my TikTok and I realized like that just didn't work for me. Like yeah. waking up at 530 and going to the gym before work made me so tired yeah. around like three, four p.m. Even if I was sleeping eight hours a night, my circadian rhythm just doesn't work that way. I don't yeah. like early morning workouts. It just zips me out like because I'm drinking caffeine before I go. It's just too much too early without food in my stomach. Yeah. What works for me is actually you know, waking up later around 7 a.m. Right. and working out, work out after, after work. And yeah. I get those intense workouts in after work and it works fine. Like yeah. I can still have my caffeine because it's not that late. Um, and it works. It's been working really well for me. And so if, if you're the kind of person that can wake up early and they like and you like doing that, go for it, you know. But if you're waking up that early and you're like, this is horrible, but you feel that guilt like you should be doing yeah. that, you don't have to, you know, yeah. like. You know, obviously we can't go too exact with our circadian rhythm. Sometimes you got to wake up for yeah. work, but you don't have to go crazy, right. you know, and, and wake up so early that you're just miserable right. with the sense of like, I got to fit everything in, yeah. you know? And like Quind is more like he likes to do stuff at night. Like he... Yeah, like, like to do stuff later in the day. Stays up later. And I go to bed at like 930, like legit. I cannot yeah. stay up late anymore. And I've always been that way. But the peer pressure to like do fun things late at night, you know, is there as you're growing up. But I've always liked going to bed earlier. Secondly, we want to talk about habit stacking, which is when you pair a habit that you already have with something that you a new habit that you want to create. So for me, that's a reminder to take my supplements every morning. So I actually put my supplement bottles by my Nespresso machine because I know that I'm going to make coffee every morning already, but I sometimes forget my supplements. So that being there is a reminder to me, like a trigger um, for me to remember to take my supplements. So you can pair something that you already do with a new habit that you're trying to check. So like brushing your teeth, like you can create a new habit from brushing your teeth. Like every time I brush my teeth in the morning, I'm going to check my budget app or I'm going to do something else or write down three things that I'm grateful for. And that habit that you already do will be that trigger for that new habit you want to create. So that's number two. And number three is like, don't resist the mundane. I, I feel like falling into a routine can get pretty mundane. Like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people don't necessarily like contentment, but I don't know. Do you feel differently about that? I think a routine is what makes me feel safe and makes me feel like I know what to expect so that I can really start to work on my goals. Like I think you accomplish more by even doing something with average effort or mediocre effort over the long term than you will with like these random spurts of like passion or interest or motivation, if you will. So I think having a routine is what can make you be really great at things and accomplish really great things. Is, yeah. I mean, just like working out and making progress in fitness, like you don't get that by going to the gym and maxing out on deadlift one time, right? Yeah. Like just pushing yourself for one workout. You have to consistently work out you know enough times a week and over enough months to see that progress mm. and a routine creates the infrastructure for that yeah yeah so and it creates like a safe foundation to like branch out and do other things from like yeah. create new habits and do new things and try new things 
And it just guarantees that like you're going to get everything you need to do yeah. done. So like for me, like budgeting, I'm in a new routine of using You Need a Budget, which is a budgeting software that I really like. Um, and I, I look at my bank account and my credit card statement every day and I line that up with my budget every single day. I don't want to do that. That's not fun for me to do, to look at, oh, hey, like I have this mu- only this much money to do X, Y, and Z with. But that creates the ability to track that and be able to partition that wisely and use it wisely and to see that grow over time because I'm aware of it and and I'm putting the effort in for 15 minutes every day. Right. So I, I love routines. Yeah. I love our cleaning routine, our grocery shopping routine. I love them. You know, it can be mundane, but you know, if you don't want to do that and create, your routines that you're not going to see long-term progress probably yeah. with whatever you're doing. And it's a good recipe for contentment and contentment's yeah. great. You know, being it, it's not a negative thing. It's being I think happy. Happiness you know? levels of happiness are directly related to what kind of routines you have Yeah. because our routines create our, our life. Right. Yeah. So I think that's a Stephen Covey, uh, from seven habits of highly effective people quote. He says, our thoughts create our words, our words, create our actions no actions actions create our habits our habits create our routines and our routines create our life nice so it's like all you know it's all connected it's all connected there we go are we gonna do a know your boo oh my god i don't know if i can come up with let's just do one can you come up with one question um what's my favorite artificial flavoring first stuff for like coffee no no like for like like a pre-workout or like an energy drink or something Mm -mm. you got this berry yeah well berry yeah i was gonna say blue raspberry but yeah blue raspberry which is not a real thing i love blue raspberry blue raspberry yeah it's not not a real thing thing. that's a good question yeah um hmm. what what is my favorite part of my day? Getting into bed. Wow. Yes. Instantly got that right. There you go. There's just something about, and, oh, so Quinn I makes the bed every day. I think every time you get day. into bed, you say, the best <laughs> part of my day is getting into bed. Like literally that exact Well, sentence. I love that I literally trained you like to make our bed every day. Yeah. And I don't even do it. You do it by yourself now. Yeah. And you resisted that for a long time. <laughs> But I but now I'm a positively man. reinforced that behavior. Yeah. <laughs> and now you do that every day. And I love like putting the pillows on the floor and folding back the covers and like getting into our comfortable yeah. bed. Oh, it's the best feeling. If you guys don't have a mattress cover on your bed, what are you doing? You need a mattress cover. Ours is like the best. It's like a foam topper for your bed. Um, there's no sense in buying like a fancy Tempur-Pedic bed. Just get a regular schmegular mattress and a get a topper and yeah. call it a day. I'm going to link one that we use on, um, the, the show in the show notes. Cause I really like it and it's yeah. on Amazon and it might be on sale on the next few days. So yeah. Yeah. go check there for that. Uh, and that wraps up the wraps up the episode guys. I hope you learned a little bit about our day to day life, uh, what it looks like. And yeah, follow me on TikTok, that nurse Heather, and on Instagram, naturally underscore Heather. And we'll see you next time. All right. Anything for you to plug, Quinn? I no. No. They're, they're all kind of my personal accounts, and you can follow them if you want. But I don't. I post our anniversaries and Heather's birthday. Yeah, that's true. 
that's it. And that's it. So follow Heather's <laughs> stuff. Right, it's guys, interesting. See you next time. All right. Bye. bye.